This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. So let's try to make some money on this Tuesday and try to make things interesting. Well, you don't have to bring your own interest to this one. It is a huge matchup in Seattle as the Mariners are hosting the Astros in a big game for the wild card standings. Right now, it's the Astros a half game ahead of Seattle for that final wild card spot in the American League. Last night, the Astros took care of business, even against Luis Castillo. So today, another matchup, but uh, it feels like the pitching matchup isn't quite as good as we saw last night. Christian Javier goes for the Strohs, 9-4, and 4-6-4 ERA, facing George Kirby, who's 11-10 and 10, with a 3-5-8 ERA. We have Seattle minus 140, Houston plus 115, total of eight. Jenks, yawn Seattle again tonight, or are you mm. switching sides? I'm switching sides tonight. That's what I'm doing. I do not like the slate today. I bet all four games on the slate yesterday, and I went 1-2-1. One, And that's what I get. And I had that shock this morning. I don't know how you check scores in the morning, but what I like to do is it's the worst. And I have my own little schedule. I get up and the cat's meowing and I'm like, all right, beach, hold on for a second. Let me get my glasses on and look here. And I pulled up my scores app. The CBS sports app is what I use for just to look at scores. And I was looking for Monday night football scores, but because there were only four games yesterday, the baseball scores fit on the screen at the same time, and I didn't want to see them because I wasn't ready to know if I won or lost. So I saw them all immediately, and I was like, ah, ah, ah. wasn't great. Anyway, I'm on Astros money line. That's what I'm trying to say. Christian Javier has not been trustworthy on the road this year. ERA of 5.40. However, George Kirby, while he's been great at home, I do not like what I've seen in September, ERA over four starts, 5.64. So really, this is just a value play for me. Also, the Mariners have lost four straight. So I'm going to go Houston money line plus 115 is my lean. I think it is a solid play. Houston mm-hmm. plus money here because I think the sabotage factor last night is that no offense in baseball has been hotter than the Houston Astros. And granted, it was a tough matchup against Luis Castillo. Not going to be quite as tough tonight. But in baseball, over the last month, nobody's offense has been better. Houston leading the league in WRC+. Plus over the last 30 days. So surprise, surprise, the Astros getting hot at just the right time when it comes to their offense. And also the fact that this game's on the road, which Mm -hmm. is kind of crazy. Usually you would think that you want to take a team at home. The Astros are 500 at home this year. It's crazy. So when the Astros are on the road, you get the, the fact that they're on the road built into the price, but they're actually better on the road. It's crazy. Yeah. I would not expect that either. They have a great home crowd. And that's one of those things that you have to take into take into account. Early on in the season, I don't really rely on splits or home record versus road record. But then all of a sudden, you have enough information to say, all right, this team is just much better away from home than they are 
you know, on their home turf or whatever. And the Astros certainly fit that bill. Also, the Mariners burned me last night. So out of pure spite, Chelsea, I'll take some plus money today. Do you think home field advantage matters as much in baseball as it does in other sports? Mm. I was just thinking about this. I feel like it doesn't just because there's so many games. Like these guys are so used to traveling. They're playing yeah. 162 games. So it just feels like it's not quite as important. Like we'll see teams that are really good at home, mm -hmm. but it just doesn't feel like it has the same cachet as it does in the NFL. And it's also built into the price. Like there is a home field advantage built into the price of these games. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I feel like it's overblown. Do you think I'm crazy for saying that? No, I don't think so. I think you have two advantages. One is obviously you get to bat in the bottom of the ninth. But also, I think when you talk about travel and these guys do travel a lot, how much travel are they doing? Are they at the end of a long road trip? Are they going across country? Have they stayed in one place to go to another city? So if it's normal travel, then I don't factor that in too much. But if you talk about a team that's been on the road for, you know, a week and a half or so, and then they're all of a sudden they're going from, you know, they're traveling overnight across a couple time zones. I'm like, this team is going to be tired and maybe they're kind of at the end of the rope here. Then I'll say maybe that's a factor, but it depends on the type of travel they're doing. Yes. Yeah, situational spots. If yes. it is a long road trip, if they have been, you know, if they have a long homestand, I want to circle back to this game for just a second because I was considering the over eight, but I'm not sure if I can trust the Mariners offense to contribute to this total. Christian Javier has been very hit or miss. Sometimes he's lights out. Other times he's given up a five spot. But I do think this Astros lineup can at least score a few off of George Kirby. But it does feel like a playoff type game. When games have that type of atmosphere and the games are more meaningful, I feel like I lean towards the under just because they are using their best relievers yeah. and these games matter so much. Do you think an over is the play here? Or does this number make you a little nervous at eight? Mm, this number makes me a little nervous here, especially, well, no, I would say under. I would say under. I think the under is the right call here. When you talk about the best arms being at play and, you know, a team in Seattle that has, in particular, a very good bullpen, I think a little bit better than the Astros, I think the under is probably a right side here. Yeah, usually if it's a postseason field, that is usually the call. Um, yeah. But I don't know. It's pretty low as well. We shall see. It's not something that's going to make the card for me. All right, so speaking of games that don't matter much to certain teams, we know the Mets are out of it, but the Marlins do need to win some games. Marlins at Mets today, Miami minus 135, New York plus 110, total of eight. Braxton Garrett gets the ball for the fish. He's 9-6 and six with a 3-5-3 ERA facing Joey Lucchese, who's 3-0. and oh with a 2.88 ERA. Do you have any interest in betting on this one, Jenks? I am curious. Hmm. First five under four and a half is minus 120. Now, Joey Lucchese has been surprisingly solid this year. Faced the Marlins last time out. Two runs over five innings. Braxton Garrett has been even better, especially on the road 6-2, 2.52 ERA. In fact, this is an exact rematch between these two teams just a week mm -hmm. ago. Garrett pitched six innings of shutout baseball, struck out seven. City Field, Pitchers Park. Marlins are the worst team in the majors on the road in the first five. It's a big number. First five, under four and a half, minus 120. Thinking about that one. It is a little fishy that the total is seven and a half and you get a four and a half in the first yeah. five. 
Like that seems nice, right? Anytime yeah, you get nice. anything over four, it it's feels nice. like a gift in the first five because you just need both pitchers to be quality or one guy to be lights out and the other one just to be average. So especially with these two offenses that can go cold at any time, I don't have a great read on it, but yes, the pitching matchup here, uh, I would lean towards the first five under, but not the full game under. You cannot trust these bullpen arms, especially for the Mets who are not playing for anything. They're not throwing out their best arms out there. They don't care. Uh, so I don't really have a, a pick on a side here either. Mm -hmm. Like the Marlins should win this game, but haven't we said that about a ton of games for the Marlins? in the yes. second half of the season. This is a team that came out of the gate super hot, uh, stood in second place in the NL East for most of the first half, but then they have cooled down. So not sure if I'm ready to trust the Marlins in picking their side. We've got an interesting one in Atlanta mm -hmm. as the Cubs square off with the Braves. Normally, the Braves are an easy play, especially in the first five. But a short price here on Atlanta, they're minus 140, Chicago plus 115, because Justin Steele is pitching. Justin Steele has been incredible all season long, 16-5 and five with a three-flat ERA, facing Bryce Elder, who's 12-4 and four with a 3-6-3 ERA. But a total of nine and a half runs, which I think is giving credit to this Atlanta Braves offense. Mm -hmm. So, Jenks. Two young pitchers who have been incredibly steady, but you also have the Braves offense thrown in there. How do you play this one? I'd play the over. Remember a few weeks ago when we would say, oh, the man of steel, oh, the man of steel, we're better on the man of steel. Well, not so fast because in his last two outings against the Pirates and Diamondbacks, he's given up 12 earned and 15 hits and nine innings. I mean, he is due for some positive regression at some point. But is it going to come against the Braves? Probably not. Uh, probably not. And Bryce Elder has not been sharp either. He's given up eight earned in his last eight and two-thirds innings pitched. I feel like someone is getting roughed up tonight. And you've got two of the better over teams in baseball, especially when it comes to Atlanta. I would play this down to nine and go over minus 130. <sighs> yeah, this one makes me nervous because both these pitchers have capabilities of being pretty good. And I think what jumped off the page to me is the fact that you are getting the Braves at a pretty cheap price. And this one's going down. Open mm -hmm. at minus 145, now down to minus 130 in some Crazy. spots. At what point do you buy in on Atlanta, despite Bryce Elder's struggles lately? I mean, probably now. When you think about Atlanta, yeah. is it going to get much cheaper than minus 130 for the Braves? Like it'll, mm -mm. this is going to be one of those games where, all right, maybe you get lucky and you find the Braves somewhere at minus 125, but then there'll immediately be some buyback on Atlanta just because it's the Braves. They're at home. And yeah, Justin Steele has been great. But again, if you look deeper into the metrics, he has not been great recently. And I just don't know if facing this Braves lineup is a get right spot for any pitcher. So if you're looking for a value play, yeah, there is value on Atlanta at minus 130, especially at home. Especially with that lineup. It seems yeah. similar to the Orioles in the fact that it doesn't seem to matter what their starter gives up because they are capable of putting up, you know, six or seven runs on any given day. But maybe Justin Steele reform. Maybe he continues to be the steel horse that we ride on. Just not today. I'll be on the Braves, like the Braves at a short price here. <laughs> I think that is the best uh, look. Quickly, Rangers and Angels, dare you play this one? Oh, God. No. I was on the over last night. I'll tell you one thing. 
I would lean, I'm not going to play this. I would actually lean LA on the money line just because what? I'm not going to play it. But if you look at Reed <laughs> Detmers, he's faced the Rangers three times this year, allowed four runs over 17 and a third innings. I don't know what it is about Texas. He likes facing Texas. Mm, I don't think you can sell me on taking the Angels, though. Man, that lineup, I don't care. I know, I know. God, the Angels. Bless them. Uh, I I guess they don't need to be blessed. They're the Angels. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.